Hello, everyone. My name is Sean Morgan. This is the Sean Morgan Report, which is every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern on AmericanMediaPeriscope.net. Remember to support our sponsor, Dr. Kirk Elliott and Sovereign Advisors, and take advantage of that free gold consultation. I'm here with my guest, Jim Cutler. How are you doing today, Jim? I could be better sitting out here on the veranda in sunny Florida. Nice. Uh, well, the thing that's on my mind today, Jim, is the newsletter that I just sent out. I've been really paying close attention to uh, Mike Adams from the uh, Health Ranger and Brighteon.com, naturalnews.com. And this guy, he's on Infowars.com sometimes. He's you know got a background in a free speech video platform that he founded and also natural news and all the natural health products and stuff. And uh, he is really like us. He is like glued to this subject. He is like absorbing information and sources. And he has basically been comparing all of these different sources, people like Robert David Steele, uh, you know, former CIA, uh, Steve Pachecnik, former CIA, uh, you know, Simon Parks and Charlie Ward and, and um, all of these people, uh, General McEnany, General Flynn, Lynn Wood, all of these people who have been saying that Trump is going to win. And this is really a counter narrative to the mainstream narrative, which is that, you know, Trump is done, there's going to be a transition to Biden, all of that stuff. And basically, the common thread amongst all of these theories and information and sources that people have, and I know you listen a lot to, to 107, uh, is this idea of a military intervention, that the military is going to be the entity that ensures that this stolen election is, uh, you know, this wrong is righted, that this this uh, illegitimate administration doesn't take over permanently, and that Trump ultimately will have power, and uh, that there's going to be um, a climax to this drama. Mm -hmm. You know, right. there's going to be some kind of declassification of information, and there's going to be some kind of arrests of the guilty parties. So I sent out this email newsletter and it talked a little bit about FEMA and the, the leader of FEMA. And of course, there's those new p people in positions at the DOD like Miller and Ezra Cohen Watnick. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what you've been hearing from Wano Savin and what this whole theory is about FEMA and uh, the military uh, intervention and how this plays into what's going on in DC with the military buildup? Yeah, with, with quite a big military buildup. Um, well, first of all, people need to remember that we are under a state of war. And um, this was re-upped in 2018 by the president in one of his many executive orders. So from the standpoint of um, what, the, what powers the president has during times of national emergency, are, um, are significant. And um, if you are a Democrat and you don't like Trump, you will call them dictatorial. But one has to also remember that those powers were given to the office of the presidency by the Bush administration. So um, this is a deep state power grab that went awry 
because they didn't realize Trump was really going to get elected. They didn't understand the military power that was behind his candidacy and did not realize the, the grave danger that they were in in that 2016 election. So now that's water under the bridge. Trump is now president. Trump does now have those powers. The question that people need to ask now is how is he utilizing those powers? And in what ways is he getting things done using those powers that are going to be logical not, and not undermine the confidence of his supporters? So as we look at things playing out, we have the big event on the 6th where uh, Trump and the team very smartly got as many people into the D.C. area as possible. Those are called witnesses. You know, and and when you have that many people standing there watching with their own eyes and their video cameras rolling and their video cameras rolling, that is a massive um, uh, journalistic. Um, uh, uh, what do you call it? carpet bombing? OK, and now um, and, and, and let me say that uh, whatever. Um, Intel was gathered prior to January 6th on what the Democrats and the deep state were intending to do on that day um, probably was used, most likely was used in that operation. For example, if, if the Trump administration knew that uh, the um, BLM and Antifa people, and of course their backers, were planning on dressing up as, as MAGA, and uh, being let into the Capitol building, well, then they're not going to stop them. And this is something that Juan and, and all those guys have been saying. Why interfere with the enemy when they're so busy uh, killing themselves? And this is a classic example. And so we are people, and I'm talking special ops now, special operations, military personnel, uh, salted themselves into that group going in, uh, acting like Antifa, just like Antifa was acting like MAGA, and uh, absolutely quick-grabbing intel, and those would be the laptops. Now, what they got in Pelosi's laptop was really, really damning, and what I'm getting is that she had, and I believe um, people will remember that uh, this was a public statement by her saying that she, watched, she went to the Joint Chiefs and, and asked that um, he, Trump, not be allowed to use the nuclear codes. They wanted to prevent him from having, you know, what's called the, uh, the football. That act is treasonous, absolutely straight up treasonous. And there's every law in the book that says you can't do that. And so this is what they're talking about. When when they saw that, if this is true, and again, I, I'm only going but what I'm hearing, if that's, if that's what they found on her laptop, that's an open and shut case and she's done. However, they're not going to just try to end it right now based on that one thing. This is a very broad process and every piece of it is scripted and is being carried out very carefully. So this would be considered to be, um, you know, a little, um, you know, 
um, Easter egg, a little gem that they were able to grab based on the strategy of the opposition. And so they uh, took advantage of that and got in there. And, you know, they didn't just get Pelosi's laptop. They got Schumer's laptop and a number of other traders that are in there. So um, so now, of course, we know that uh, Bowser, the mayor of D.C., has called for the National Guard to come in to protect the Capitol building. That's a logical thing for the mayor to do. And, of course, uh, the Trump administration is more than happy to oblige her. Now, Trump controls the military. Trump controls the National Guard in D.C. Because remember, D.C. is not a state. So in D.C., the National Guard report to the administration, not to the state. So Bowser can call for a National Guard till the cows come home and she'll never have control over them. So that, again, is opening the door of the castle and letting us waltz right in with anybody we want to take control of the situation. And now you can understand the fencing that's gone up around the Capitol, the number of troops and the infrastructure that's required to house and keep them in the city. I mean, we're talking, I believe, it's somewhere between 15 and 20,000 troops. That is a very significant situation. Yeah, it's more than so, we have in Iraq and in Afghanistan. Yeah, right. And, Think about um, that. So everything that the Dems wanted to achieve through this operation, like impeachment and a predicate for censoring and all of this stuff, it didn't really work because they don't have the votes for impeachment. Uh, it The predicate makes no sense to censor the president because he told them to go to the Capitol peacefully. So right. everyone, uh, you know, Trump's approval rating sits around 50% nationwide. Uh, every time they try to impeach him, his approval rating goes up. So. <laughs> and um, so everything that the Dems wanted to accomplish and get done through this operation failed. And everything that the, that the White House wanted to accomplish succeeded because they got the troop buildup. They got the mil- military involved in D.C., which is right where they want them. Uh, they, so that their military infrastructure is in place now. Uh, mm-hmm. They actually wanted big tech to censor the president uh, because that, that was kind of a, a known thing in the playbook for a long time. And so they, their entire strategy was built on that happening and initiating certain communication fail-safes such as emergency broadcast system and everything. Um, So, uh, yeah, the White Hats are sitting pretty, basically. It it may not look like that if you're reading the mainstream media. I mean, right now on Twitter, QAnon shaman is the number one trending topic. It's this ridiculous guy with the Viking outfit who's like the most iconic uh, person who stormed the Capitol. And this guy hired an an attorney uh, to defend him because he was arrested for this rioting act. And, uh, And the attorney is saying in his defense that the president told him to go and do that. And so that's what the mainstream media is running with. They're trying to make QAnon people to be these crazy nuts who wear Viking outfits and uh, paint their faces and are are basically like uh, terrorist sleeper cells for Trump. Uh, But this this really is just a distraction. I mean, sure, there is a counter narrative 
going where Rudy Giuliani and others are saying basically, hey, it was Antifa, we have proof. But at the end of the day, uh, what matters is what's coming. Right. And Ezra Cohen Watnick just tweeted out NCIS, you know, <laughs> he just tweeted out nothing can stop what is coming, but it's, it's the uh, acronym for the military agent from the uh, governmental agency. But nothing can stop what is coming, which is declassification. Trump just made the announcement uh, that, uh, you know, the Russia collusion hoax is going to be declassified starting yes. today or Monday. So that's, that's getting rolled out. But there's a lot more coming, Jim. Can you tell there me really how you envision that, that playing out? Yeah. Um, the, the whole thing about the, uh, the, the Viking guy, and I'd love to know who's, who's uh, paying for his lawyer. Um, there's um, solid speculation out there that he's actually special ops. Now, let's think about that. Let, let's pretend he is special ops. What role would make sense for him uh, in, in this situation? And you talk about how much of a distraction it is to have him on CNN and MSNBC talking about, yeah, I want to be pardoned because, um, you know, this, that, or the other thing. Now, is that an advantage or a disadvantage to the White House? Good and point. I think when they uh, put it, it's like a chessboard and everyone's trying to figure out whose piece is that yeah, player. Right. Yeah. So if it turns out that that um, a just big distraction allows the FEMA people, the National Guard, special ops, it allows them to do their thing outside of the limelight, then those distractions are beneficial to the White Hats. And it makes sense for them to allow or to even assist the mainstream media in utilizing those ploys. Because for the White Hats, it's inconsequential. They're, that's not an issue for them. And they don't stand to lose anything uh, to have the mainstream media make a big deal about that. What they gained is far more important. And this is where you and I are, uh, you know, on the same page around, um, you know, these guys are operating in the shadows and they need to. These are special operations. They don't operate in the open theater. They operate, you know, behind the scenes. So uh, having their ability to do that uh, is an advantage for the White Hats. And so anything that happens that allows them to continue their operation the way they do it is going to be a benefit. The other thing is um, we are in a state of national emergency. And, and your newsletter, by the way, and I want everybody listening to us to get a copy of that newsletter because that, that is a very, very solid and succinct document on what people should be looking at and thinking about. So, so great job on that. And, uh, and people should get a, hand, a hold of that and read it. Um, we're in a national state of emergency. There are laws on the books that talk about continuity of government. And, and in this situation, if the president is, is unable to, to do his duties, then that operation doesn't fall to the normal um, you know, fallback if the president is incapacitated. It goes to FEMA because FEMA is responsible for continuity of government. So under this scenario, and this isn't speculation, this is on the books. Under this scenario, it is FEMA who's running the government, 
not President Trump. And so when you look at not just the National Guard in Washington, D.C., that's a FEMA operation. And that tells you a lot about who's in charge and how this operation is going to play out. And again, you elucidate in that uh, email who these operators are and when they came into their positions. I believe it was um, January um, 14th when the head of FEMA was um, was uh, uh, put into place. So these are all very recent, very recent modifications to personnel, all of whom, and I mean all of whom, are loyal to the president. So Ezra Cohen-Watnick uh, heading up the special ops branch of the military, which is now its own branch of the military, and um, head of DOD, another very recent placement. So you can just look at these things, and it is important for people to look at these things and understand who these people are and how they relate to the president. And that's going to tell you a lot about um, what is happening and what the likely down the road um, look is going to be once these people go into action. Right. So the president has had the opportunity for four years to drop intelligence to the public declassify things about a host of things. You know, he could have declassified JFK and 9-11, and, but he also could have declassified Uranium One scandal and Anthony Weiner laptop and uh, the Clinton Foundation crimes against humanity and all of these things, the, the Spygate stuff. He could have g- given the public information, but he chose to save all of that ammunition until the fourth quarter or until the ninth inning or until the last moment when it really counts to have ammunition. Absolutely. Um, And and it it keeps all of us people who are just members, citizens, it it makes us nervous because we, we like to see the president with a big show of strength. We don't like it when he feigns uh, weakness like he's Mm -hmm. doing now. Right. We like we like daily encouragements on Twitter where the president's saying we are going to win and we're the best and we, you know, we have the support of majority of America. But that's not what the president's doing right now. He's not showing showing force. He's not showing strength. He's feigning weakness, but he has all that ammunition. And I wonder how they're going to roll out the declassification. I know that the first thing that's coming is this FISAgate stuff, uh, this Russian collusion hoax declassifications coming out either today or Monday. Um, that's already been announced. But when the really bad stuff starts to come out, I mean, Ghislaine Maxwell's unsealing of evidence happens January 19th. <laughs> um, and so that's another thing in the mix. But yeah. The deep state has already proven and and shown the public that they are willing to shut down websites like Parler. They're willing to censor government officials like the president on Twitter. Uh, They're willing to uh, deny service to people like like CloudHub had IBM servers before and they were denied service. So they're going to try to do whatever they can and these big tech companies, they control our cell phones. They control our operating systems on our phones. They, they control our email services. 
they're going to try to shut down all flow of information to stop this flood of declassification, Jim. And uh, that's why the White Hats better have a good plan for this emergency <laughs> broadcast system to make sure that people get the information. Well, uh, they do. Uh, and there was just a recent story about um, Space Force and how Space Force is going to be tasked with ensuring um, uninterruptible satellite uplink for the EBS system. So they are putting in redundancies now uh, in place to ensure that the EBS system uh, remains uh, unviolated. And uh, the FCC issued another directive uh, to those companies that are, um, you know, that come Cable under, companies. yeah, everybody, everybody that does any kind of communications uh, has to um, uh, follow these rules that are put out by the FCC. So the FCC recently put out a directive saying, hey, by the way, uh, we're going to remind you that, you know, these are the rules and you better be sticking to them because if you don't, you are going to be um, gone. Uh, you will lose your license. So, the you know, the word is out. that They're not playing around. Actually, and, that's uh, I never thought of it this way, but if Fox News and all of these big companies refuse to comply with the FCC, they lose their license forever. They could lose their license potentially forever. So that right. would be one, one method. I mean, I always thought of the the legal method of like, hey, if you censor or if you're an unregistered foreign agent, then we can take you down. But mm -hmm. if they refuse to comply, then maybe the government has some kind of technology to override their refusal of compliance. Um, yes, and I, I think that for the most part, uh, that contingency has been well thought out and put into place. But let me tell you, that FCC regulation is a really big stick, and uh, and these people know it. So they, they really are between a rock and a hard place with regard to that. So I'm not expecting to see um, anybody being foolish enough to block the EBS broadcast. I do see a lot of spin coming out uh, from it, but you know I, I think that's probably all they can really do. Um, so there's there's that. Um, I'm trying to think of what you also what you just mentioned about um, uh, the EBS system, but it's it's flipping my mind. Uh, so um, you know the 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 there are so many things in place right now that nobody is aware of, and by design because obviously you know. There, there's no sense in broadcasting that to the enemy. So patriots have to understand that. They have to really um, sit down and think carefully, logically, uh, about why they aren't being told things. And, you know, it's not that uh, Trump and the team want to toy with you. It's not that they um, think that you're too stupid to, to handle the information. That's not it. This is extremely serious and it's extremely important that the communications be handled appropriately. Now, at this juncture, anybody who's aware of Q and has followed Q and read drops and has been hearing from others, to not understand that, you need to go back and uh, review. Because when the president tells you that uh, there is going to be a 
there's going to come a time when we're going to be, uh, and he used the term silent running. Now, that means silent. Doesn't mean we're going to tell you everything that's going on. It doesn't mean you're special and we're going to make sure you know things that the enemy won't know. No, it means silent. Everybody is silent. So let we really need um, unity here in understanding of our role as patriots, as anons, as just, you know, people watching yeah. the show. People are wondering what is what is their role? How yeah. do you how do you hold the line? And I think part of it is going through that mental exercise uh, an emotional exercise uh, mm-hmm. of of realizing that we are in a position of strength. We're not we're not about to lose. There are you know th- this is a war, and uh, sure the enemy is formidable, but we are uh, we have the upper hand actually. And so part of that mental exercise is remembering that Trump isn't going to give up. That's not nope. part of his personality profile. It never has At been all. in his entire life. <laughs> He's yep. demonstrated that through his behavior patterns. And, you know, he has spent his entire administration building up an alliance with the military, giving them the equipment that they need, giving them the raises and the salaries that they need, um, increasing the budgets for the military, giving them honor, getting the entire American population on board with honoring the military, uh, making sure the vets are taken care of when they're wounded and hurt. So basically, the military loves Donald Trump for all of those reasons. And so the military is going to be there by his side they're not going to get. They're not going to go to the deep state. The deep state uh, sent them to endless wars that, that were pointless. That to 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 um, treat them as mercenaries that were expendable. So, have a little faith in your president. Have some faith in your military, the most powerful military of all time, and um, and, and share information. I think that's the other role that we patriots have is that when we get information um, from the president and his circle uh, about these declassifications, about the truth, then we have to share it, you know, and we have have to figure out creative ways of doing that. You know, uh, my shows have basically been deplatformed, but I've gotten around it because, you know, I'm not going on YouTube. I'm going on Rumble and YouTube. I have a podcast. I'm doing an email newsletter. So you need to join Telegram. You need to join, uh, you know, gab.com and cloudhub.com and, and all of these places connect with people and start sharing information and, and getting that connection with your leadership. You know, who do you trust? in the MAGA movement? Is it General Flynn, Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, the president, Don Jr., all of Mike Pompeo, all of these people that you trust, connect with them, get a communication link with them, and uh, and just do your best to share information. Don't submit, because there's a big campaign from the deep state, from the Democrats right now, to try to shame MAGA, try to act like they're domestic terrorists, and they're treasonous, and they're and uh, and they're holding a big stick over you, saying if you don't uh, submit to us, and if you you don't disavow Trump and MAGA, then we will 
take you apart. We will ruin your reputation. We will take away your financial security. We, yep. we will uh, blacklist you. We'll put you, they literally saying, we will put you on a no fly list where you can't tra- travel anymore. But that, that kind of threat, it's not going to work if you're steadfast. Right. right. Knowledge, <clears throat> knowledge is power and knowledge protects. If you are feeling at ease, uh, ill at ease, and are worried about what might be happening, what that is telling you, what your body and mind are telling you is that you don't have enough information and you need to get more. Because when you have information, when you have the data and you're secure in your own mind and body that that you've done everything you can to verify that information and process it within you, you're going to feel better. You're going to sleep more soundly. And when things do happen, you're not going to be caught off guard. You're going to hear it. You're going to see it in whatever form it takes. And you're going to go, okay, that makes sense. I'm looking at that and see that happening. That makes sense to me. And now I have a much clearer understanding of what my role is now that I know this. So I can't stress enough, and and Sean, I know you feel the same way. It's how we operate. Uh, We couldn't do what we do if we didn't do the work involved in getting the information and processing it, not just for you, but for ourselves, because we have to process and we have to sleep at night. And I can tell you, a lot of this information uh, is um, very, very powerful, very useful, but you got to have a core. You got to be steady inside you to really be able to process. It's a good time to review the Q drops, you know, at least the first yep. 50. Uh, those those first 50 drops really tell you the entire grand uh, narrative and the end game. Um, the deep states might try to take down the power grid. You know, we might be without electricity, we might be without internet. Those are just things that you should be mentally and physically prepared for. Uh, so, you know, have your stash of, of cash, fuel, water, food, and, and all those things. Uh, wouldn't be a bad time to have a ham radio, I'll tell you that. Yes. Um, and you can, you can access the resources on AmericanMediaPeriscope.net, where I created an article talking about how you can do encrypted uh, text messaging through Signal. You can do encrypted email through Proton Mail. You can download all of the Q drops from offline using QAG.news. You can follow the White House off of YouTube on BitChute. So all of these things are things that you can do, start taking steps right now to prepare for what's coming. And when the D-class comes and there's some ugly stuff about child sex trafficking and pedophilia and all of these hard to handle emotional topics, you should be prepared to give other people comfort and context to understand what's going on. That's another, another role for patriots. So just to wrap up today's show, I want to just express thanks to AmericanMediaPeriscope.net for hosting us every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern to support our sponsor, Sovereign Advisors. They offer free consultations so you can understand why Uh, This might be a good time for you with a strategy to buy precious metals like gold and silver. And so there's a link in the description that you can click to get that free consultation. And I just wanted to say that uh, I want to thank all of you truth seekers for your, your genuine, sincere pursuit of truth. And God bless you and God bless America. Goodbye, everyone.